Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Talking City podcast. I'm Rich Fay. I'm joined once again by Ian Cheeseman. All right. And Simon Bykowski. Glad to be back. And City travel to face Spurs at Wembley on Monday. The game was originally scheduled for the Sunday and was meant to be at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is still... Originally scheduled for Saturday, really. Oh, yeah. But it's still not open, this this stadium. That's what, good knowledge, that, sir. Thanks. But, good knowledge? Everybody knows right. that. I'll, I'll give him credit for You didn't for jump in with it, it, did you? You no, didn't no, jump no, in. I, was I wasn't corrected. <laughs> We're going to give Sai that one. Bonus point for Sai. 1-0 to him early yes. on. Ian, you're not very happy with this, are you? No. Um, obviously, the game was originally scheduled for the Saturday, but That's we all exciting. know that that is provisional because TV are going to come in and make a decision. They did make a decision. They moved it to Sunday. Now, the complication of all this is the venue. At the uh, start of the season, Tottenham were going to play their first games back in the new stadium, whatever it's going to be called, against Liverpool, and they'd already asked for permission to put the first couple of games away from home to delay it as long as possible. But there wasn't a suggestion that what has now unfolded was going to happen and certainly when the Liverpool game had to be moved to Wembley I personally didn't think that by the end of October going into November that the City game was in any sort of jeopardy as to be be moved so once TV selected it and moved it to the Sunday Everybody just accepted that, yes, if, if you're one of those people who wants to get a cheap train ticket or book a hotel, make a weekend in London of it, whatever, or you're coming from abroad or further afield, that you would wait until that decision was made and then it's usually fair game. Of course, something unusual can happen. You can have one of these freak weather conditions or you know something that we can't possibly predict happens and everybody accepts that. But once it's been moved for TV, generally you can start to plan with confidence and that's, this costs people money and time and I get really, really upset about this. Um, the game is then moved to the Monday because it can't be played at Tottenham's ground because it's not ready, which Tottenham should have known about a lot longer beforehand. It's then going to be moved to Wembley, but Wembley's being used for an NFL game. It's not even now. This is not anti-American, um, but... It's not even an English sport being played in the national stadium. It's got priority over this, which effectively it is. That's got priority over the, over this game, and and. You know, I've been a fan for a long time. In recent years, I've been a journalist, okay? So I've been very, very lucky because I've either been paid to go to games or, or the very worst, it's not cost me anything to go to games. So that, so I could say, well, I'm not bothered, right? It doesn't bother to me. I'm going down on a Monday. I'm fine. I can go down on that day. But I have lots of friends and relatives and all sorts of people for which every... And, and, and by the way, I'm not lauded either, but I understand the value of a pound. I understand the inconvenience and everything. And it really, really upsets me 
that City fans have, have lost money and been inconvenienced as a result of this. Now, you can also argue that so have to- some Tottenham fans because they're having to pay us like a little supplement on top of the season ticket they'd bought because of their games at Wembley. Um, and you can also argue that, um, you know, in terms of time off, obviously it's a working day. There, there are a whole load of things that go around this. Now, City, to their absolute credit have said that anybody that has booked something that they can prove um, was booked after the decision to move it to Sunday was made, but before the decision was made to, to play it on the Monday, that they will refund with, with sort of receipts, etc., transport hotels that's non-refundable. Well done, that is brilliant. And they're also putting some coaches on, as I understand, for fans to go down on the Monday. Absolutely brilliant. And no criticism of City. They could do no more than they have done. And the, the away allocation has been sold as well. Great credit to City fans. But how how have Tottenham just got away with this? How have the Premier League got away with this? How, why is there no sanction against Tottenham? I, I, I don't particularly, as a person... Um, call for sanctions all the time but when ordinary people have been affected in this way why on earth is there not some punishment or some some, even if it's not a punishment even if it's Tottenham paying the compensation it's a disgrace that City have had to bail their own fans out isn't it yeah yeah. and and believe it or not I actually do feel sorry for some of the Tottenham fans too who've been inconvenienced because there might be Tottenham fans coming from further afield who'd booked to come over on the Sunday now can't go to the game and then you even get the second way of repercussion because City now play Fulham on a Thursday night um, which would have been on a Wednesday and that may have alright that fixture hadn't been set so you can argue that nobody should have pre-planned for that but then the City-Southampton game at home has been moved to the Sunday which would have originally been played on a Saturday so Southampton fans have, have had some um, inconvenience financially and, and, and in terms of work etc so far-flung City fans and believe it or not and I know this is all about <laughs> City that we're talking about but United and Everton fans now when their game was selected was going to be on the the Sunday has now been moved back to sorry had been on yeah, going to be on the Saturday has now been moved into the slot where the City game would have been so there could be United and Everton fans affected by this too and you know okay I'm supposed to only look at it from a blue blue perspective but this is the family of football why why are people not sticking together and and complaining about this as a unit and I've had loads of tweets that have come into me from City fans saying. This has cost me that. I booked a fly and now can't take my son to his first game. Really upset, angry people. And I've tw- retweeted a lot of those and put at Spurs in them. At, so this is another one of the consequences of your actions at Spurs. And I thought, I hope they read this. And I doubt that, that they'll do anything, but you'd, th- you'd hope that they'd have a bit of conscience about it. And like you said, that six teams, that's almost one third of the Premier League has been affected by this fixture change. Just this one Monday night fixture. Like I said, they've gone unpunished. Uh, what type of punishment do you think should be in, in, in hand though? Because I've heard people say maybe they should be fined, maybe they should be docked points and stuff. The, the game, you know what should have happened actually, even though this or still would have been... Well, so you don't want to forfeit the game. You want to watch the game and fans need to go to games. I hate games being played behind closed doors, for example. I think that the game is for the public. If the game had been switched on the Sunday to the Etihad, 
and City still have the home game to come as well, by the way. You don't swap the fixtures round. City, you just forfeit home advantage and you play away from home. That wouldn't have entirely solved everything because then the people who'd booked to go to London for the game are still affected. But to me, that would have probably been the best of all the solutions. Although then, remember, one football family... Tottenham fans would have been massively robbed then of their home fixture, and and so I, and, and it isn't their fault, is it? So there I is no that, perfect yeah. solution, but maybe letting City have that as a home game on the Sunday would have been the solution I'd have gone for. I guess it's Spurs' responsibility as their own fans. It should, like I said, if maybe it would inconvenience uh, Spurs supporters, but that's their club's problem for not catering for them in the first place. Maybe that would have caused a bit more of anger from the Spurs fans. But as I say, this isn't anti-Spurs fans at all. No. I, I feel for them too. It's just, yeah, it's the sort of the top cats at the top who don't yeah. really care about yeah. they see the supporters as numbers rather than as people who actually have to take days off work and felt sh- sort of shell out extra money to, to do this. Uh, si, we've had three NFL games by the time this game takes place and a high-profile boxing encounter on the Wembley pitch. Are there any concerns from City about the playing service going into the game on Monday? Yeah, absolutely. There were and there have and there still are. Um, I mean... Come on, are you not angry about it, Simon? I am, but I'm, you know, used to it. That's the sad, the sad joke of it all. Um, you know, things happen that are outside your control in everyday life and it's kind... For me, it's the reactions that matter. You know, if you go out for a meal and someone brings you the wrong food, if they say, oh, I'm really sorry, and then bring you the right food, then it's all right. If they kind of dunk your head into the wrong food and say, just eat that and leave and in a, in a less polite manner, then uh, it's not resolved, is it? And, you know, for Pochettino to be like, oh, well, the pitch will be rubbish, but who cares, is a bit disrespectful to... Pep and his team, I think, and for Daniel Levy to come out, you know, it was on, all right, his big statement was on the Tottenham website, so it's aimed at Tottenham fans, but for there to be sort of no real mention, no real sorry, just like a few words here and there, very corporate, nothing, you know, no hint of contrition or apology is absolutely disgraceful. And the fact that you know, there's been a bit of criticism of City because they've been like, why have they, you know, bent over backwards to accommodate Spurs? If Spurs don't have a stadium, why don't they just say, right, we're not playing you on a rubbish pitch or on a night that it massively inconveniences all of us? But, you know, they, they've City have at least tried to get a football match on and some people at Spurs may have done, but from what we've heard and been told... um that you know nobody has and it's been it's been their mess and they've not been prepared to deal with it i find it really strange that they didn't have a a stadium for the league cup game and got drawn against watford and said oh we'll play at a neutral another neutral stadium you know if if you can't provide a stadium to play your home games then you shouldn't be allowed to have home games and you know wembley and city have bent over for them this time and it it's just a massive shame all credit to like you say all the city fans that have bought tickets and and sold out the away allocation because um you know it's massively put them out credit city as a club for trying to compensate them but it's just you know a real shame when tottenham don't seem to have done anything about the fact that they've they've 
inconvenienced at least six sets of supporters. At least if they go there and win, and obviously they had a great win at Wembley against Tottenham last year, which took them very uh, pretty much over the line to win the title. I know it was technically done when United played West Brom. The, what, the, what the team and the manager and the club need to do is they need to, in that dressing room before they come out at Wembley's go, remember, this is the one that was moved from their ground. Some of our fans have, been, have lost money, been massively inconvenienced. Go out there and win this for them. That would be how I'd be trying to motivate them and come back with three points. It doesn't make it right, but it'll be some compensation for those who, who've been, you know, really affected by this. Okay, yeah. There was, uh, there was a bit of aggro between Pochettino and Guardiola last season when well, Pochettino misinterpreted a comment about Guardiola calling the Harry Kane team in his, yeah. his broken English. And was and- last Years game, right? Thinking that was sat, that was Wembley Saturday eight pm kickoff as well. Yeah, wasn't it? So yeah. This isn't the first yeah. time that City fans have had to guess sort of bend over backwards to go and accommodate. Well, the, the, the inconvenience part of it is a different subject, and it's it's a subject I also feel strongly about. But the, the two things shouldn't be mixed up. This this is specifically about moving it after you've already announced when the game's going to yeah. be, and as a direct result of of Tottenham not anticipating what was coming up. Now, if, if if, if in August they'd said, you know what, we're not going to be able to play at home this season. You know, we've completely misjudged this. We need to start now trying to, you know, properly organise yeah. this. And they could have contacted Sky and said, listen, don't pick the game for Sunday because we won't be able to stage it. You do know there's an NFL game. You're not telling me that they didn't have all that information. That's the thing that really, really upsets me. Um, you know, not not the... F- yes, eight o'clock Saturday or Sunday nights. Monday night games are awful anyway, aren't they, for travelling supporters and even home supporters. I mean, playing Fulham at home on a Thursday, City again, to their credit, have dropped the prices massively. Hopefully there should be a really good attendance. But Thursday night... You know, I'm sorry, but all this move. I mean, I'm old school, right? I remember going to games three o'clock on a Saturday and midweek at Tuesday or Wednesday at seven forty-five. Instead, you've got a week with three games, all of them awkward kickoff times, all of them peculiar. Yeah. But I guess it's going to be one of another tough challenge that week for City. Three games over the course of that. It's going to be another time for fixture congestion squad rotation where City are going to have to pull through like you said it doesn't seem like anything's going to change before Monday when the game goes ahead but three points for City could at least go some way to hopefully comforting the fans who have had to take all that time and extra energy to getting down to Wembley you'll both be heading to the trip on Monday of course correct are you looking forward to it yeah 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 always uh, good good trips to Wembley and uh, should be a very good game. It was an enormous performance by City last time they were there, um, having lost to Liverpool and United and Liverpool and first few sort of questions about this magnificent City team and they responded magnificently and won the title the next day. I'm planning to to pop into White Hart Lane on my journey to Wembley. I'm sure you'll be welcome. Yes, just to see see what what state it's in. So I'll report back on that after the game. So City fans, make sure to watch out for Cheesy's blog. That'll be on Monday night, will it, after the game, hopefully? uh, It'll be on the City website, as all the league... Premier League ones are and then a, a version that sometimes is a little bit different goes on my YouTube a couple of days later all the cup ties are just on my YouTube account well, that's a good little plug that was a good plug yeah, yeah, yeah a good plug. Plug, yeah. and as always 
I'm sure you two will be giving us some fantastic insight on Monday night from Wembley. Maybe some bitter tweets as well. Who knows? I'm not looking at anyone in particular <laughs> on these ones, but uh, we shall see. It's going to be a fascinating trip. Thank you. Are you do you feel better now? You got that off your chest, um, do you? Not really, but it, I suppose it helps a bit. A bit therapeutic, <laughs> but it doesn't. It unfortunately doesn't solve the problem. No, it? exactly. And I can even, rant all I want, but it's not going to alter anything. Yeah, exactly. And all that sort of humour aside, it is still an absolute dreadful decision that has got this far. And mm. what will ever change? Who knows? Maybe that's just the. The nature of being a modern football fan, sadly. And Next thing I'll be ranting about is when, if and when, uh, they start moving games abroad. I'm not going to Don't get... wind me up on that one. <laughs> I won't ask you about the fact that Morrisons have started selling their Christmas items yet then. But, uh, we'll save that. <laughs> End maybe. the podcast now before you get me going again. <laughs> we will do. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on Acast for all the latest episodes of Talking City. And please leave us a review and stick with us at the Manchester Evening News as we preview the game against Spurs on Monday night.